podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I think my record, I I forget. I always want to say it's 47, but I think it's 27 seconds to take this thing. It's so easy to set up and take down. Um, It's so nice with the screens now and how it comes with workouts and things for the players to do. Um, you, you will not be disappointed in it. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400. You said it right. I, I went to them and I said, I got to take care of my people. Uh, $350 is not enough. You mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off your next purchase. So go over and check it out. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's what allows me to put this podcast out every day. It's what allows me to put all the free resources and things I do out into the world. It pays the bills. So go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is everything that you need. You get my email address. You're able to contact me. You're able to jump in our office hours. You're able to find anything. If we don't have it, we'll find it for you along with a 14-day free trial. So go over and check that out. Also, we'd love if you love these podcasts. Um, we'd love you if you went over and checked out High School Hoops or the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. We'd love if you go check those out. We'd also love if you left a five-star review. All right, let's head off to the pod. Let's head off. Bye. Um, so, Coach Mons, I'm going to have you introduce yourself. Here's what I do in all my podcasts. I'm going to have you introduce yourself, and then I'm going to have you kind of tell your basketball journey. Um and then we'll, uh, you know, I got, I got a list of about 40 questions. We won't get through all of them tonight, but uh, we'll just go from there. So tell people, you know, you can, I'll, we'll get into how you and I met, but why don't you just kind of tell your basketball journey and kind of how that kind of, how that kind of felt. Well, coach, um, appreciate you having me on. Um, my name's Jordan Montz. Um, I'm a native of Springfield, Massachusetts um, in Staten Island, New York. I am you know, a Regis College graduate, class of 2016. Um, I would have been going, you know, prior to COVID, I was in my fourth year of collegiate basketball coaching. Um, I spent two years as a graduate assistant coach at Bethany College in Bethany, West Virginia, um, where I was able to receive my master's in education. Um, Are you a certified teacher? Not certified. Um, You know, more of like kind of the administrative role, but I spent you know, I learned how to become a coach. And while I was there, I figured out I was able to do what I loved. Um, you know, and it's my biggest accomplishment, having two degrees by the age of 24, is something I'm, I'm extremely proud of, um, especially growing up from Springfield, Massachusetts. You know, there's really not that many options. Um, a lot of kids kind of stay closer to home and, you know, they get their undergraduate degree and they end up back home. And, you know, being able to get a second degree, um, you know, in the span of six years, it's something I'm, I'm really proud of. Oh, you should um, be. You should be really proud of that. Did you grow up in, you grew up in Springfield? You didn't, you were born in in New York or what? So I was uh, born in Springfield, uh, stayed there, um, you know, up until I was about 11. Uh, okay. My mom, who is, um, you know, battling uh, heart problems, she was born with a heart condition, um, got sick for a couple of years, um, 
you know, I'm the oldest of three. My grandparents, who are my heart and soul, um, stepped up and took care of us. They moved us to Staten Island, New York, um, for two years. Did so, you play? So the reason I asked, I'm sorry about your mom, but uh, the reason I asked was about um, hooping in hooping in New York is hooping in New York. So I, I like to say uh, my toughness um, comes from my two years spent, you know, two years spending hooping in New York. Um, you know, I, you know, being from Springfield, you're, it's the birthplace of basketball. Right. I, I'm, I'm a proud, I'm a proud standby of it. I argue with anybody. Um, you know, it's the birthplace. Right. Um, you know, in you know, it's, it's different when you're in New York, there's a hoop on, you know, at every park. Um, there's always somebody playing. There's always something you're going to do. Um, you know, like I said, I, I like to say I got my toughness, you know, my basketball mindset toughness from there. Um, you know, so I spent a couple of years, my mom, um, my mom got better and, uh, we were able to move back home and I was able to spend, um, my high school years there. Um, you know, it's weird. I'm, you know, the area code for Springfield is 413, but I've never had a 413 number. Um, my numbers, you know, from nine or seven is like, Oh, you're from New York. I'm like, Oh, I spent some time there. Um, but I, I go back as much as I can. It worries, um, I, I worry, you know, I, I have a bunch of, I have a bunch of teachers members that are, um, that are in, from New York city. And my brother has a place in New York city. I worry that kids are leaving New York. Like the good ones are leaving. They're going to prep schools. They're getting out of town. You think, it's, you that? You it's, think? I've noticed that, um, you know, there's so, there's just so many kids, so, so many kids, kids in the city that are, that are trying to hoop and, you know, all have the same goals. And it's like, you know, you kind of got to get, if you know, you kind of got to branch out and, and really, you know, if you're trying to make a name for yourself, um, I tell you what, thing. I'm, it's a branding thing. I'm super thankful for the fact that like, I was able to come home and spend my high school years in Springfield because I know I, I played varsity as a sophomore. I wasn't very good as a sophomore, but, right. um, you know, I was able to have an earlier start at, you know, that exposure. I was able to play AAU and, not get kind of sucked into a crowd, you know, that sometimes I feel like, you know, in the New York teams, like you, you play freshman JV and varsity, um, you know, and just, there's the bigger numbers in New York city. Um, right. but I was able to go, I went to cathedral high school. Um, what, what, what was cathedral high school, um, class of 2012, um, first person in my family to go to college, um, almost didn't get into anywhere, to be honest. Um, I didn't take school as seriously as I needed to. Um, I talk about, we talked about how, you know, to get into schools that, you know, Drew and the schools that I was at before, it's like they have all the, I'd kill for those grades. Oh, those, um, first, of all, first of all, those kids are, I mean, Drew, Drew's a smart kid, but I, I, I tease him. You're, this is the funny part. I go, you understand that when you're going to walk in the room, when you get there, you're going to be even close to the smartest person in that room anymore. And it's like, he just, I mean, you're dealing with kids that are like, they're all top of their class. And yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so I was able to, to go off and, and play four years at Regis. Um, it used to be an all-girls school. And um, the program was kind of newer. Um, where is Regis? It's in uh, Western Massachusetts. It's the suburbs, really, okay. you know, between. It's right outside Boston, probably 15-minute drive. And it worked out because my mom's hospital, my mom's heart doctors were right out, you know, right in the city of Boston. And, okay, you know, it was able to be close to it. I wasn't too far away from home, but it's far enough away where I could get away and, you know, be an experience. And, you know, my best friends, um, you know, that I, that I talk to on a daily basis are, are from there and Boston's forever. Awesome. I'm telling you, 
Minneapolis, Boston, great city, great cities. I love Boston. My brother. There was were rumors that the uh, the Olympics were supposed to be in Boston. Boston bid for it, and I was like, I would love that because it's oh, it's not too far I where I can drive. And um, I know, I know, it's it was supposed to be in Chicago. I was hoping for Chicago. Boston is uh Boston's the thing about Boston. The difference between Boston and New York are both walking cities. Like mm-hmm. Chicago really isn't as much of a walking city. Like everything is kind of. You can get around Boston. New York is obviously at least the grids help a little bit. In, in the in, only only thing I struggled with uh, being out there is I'm a I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a New York Giants fan, and, uh, and there is uh, there is I know I took know. Drew to a Boston. I don't know. He must have been twelve or thirteen. My brother had tickets. My brother lives on the East Coast. He goes, "Hey, I got tickets. You want to take Drew to the." Yankees Boston game at Fenway. I go. Oh, there's nothing like it. What do I've you been mean? To a couple that there's Drew, nothing like Drew it. Drew didn't know when when we were going down. He goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "You understand? This is like this isn't even this is not like this is this is the closest we can get in Wisconsin is Bears Packers." But I said, "This is worse." People are screaming at each other during the game at Fenway. There's nothing. There's really nothing like it. And you know, I I <laughs> unfortunately never had a chance to watch. I was too young when the giants beat the pats twice so i didn't get to like hound my friends but i watched them i watched the socks win the pats win and i'm just like sitting there like kind of being tortured i never i you know my friends have never really got a chance to see me they've always loved to like give me give me a hard time about it oh i don't know um, if you can but... see it i'm a cubs fan so trust talk about punishment <laughs> it's like it took us a long time to get over i was crying in the basement it was like are you kidding me oh my god um, so that's interesting because Drew looked at Vassar and Vassar still fights the girl. Like people still think Vassar's girls too. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how the girls' schools have that. It's going to take like a generation for some of them yeah. to get past that, I think. I mean, like you know, I I tried to help pitch Regis to anybody that was being recruited there. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a 70-30 ratio. There's no football. There's no baseball. Basketball is the main sport. Right. You know, one of the main sports, um, it's right out, right outside the city where you're not dealing with the city struggles, but you know, it's, it. I, I enjoyed my time there, um, on and off the court, my freshman where year. Where is it in relation to Trinity? So it's about, about an hour and a half, about okay. an hour and a half to Trinity. Okay. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's really the suburbs, you know. No, the, I didn't mean Trinity. Why did I say Trinity? I meant, um, um, Tufts? which one's in Boston? Tufts. Yeah, Tufts, Tufts is in Boston. That's what I meant. Um, how far is it? So how far is Regis and Tufts from each other? Driving distance, probably about thirty minutes. You okay. hit traffic; it's probably about a forty-five hour drive. Okay. Um, got to play them a couple times. Um, got to play at the gym. Uh, probably one of my favorite gyms in all of Division Three. Um, not a huge fan of it after last year, but um, you know, <laughs> tremendous, well, tremendous. And, and and I talked to the. I don't. I think I was talking. I don't know. Some. I was talking to one of the coaches in the Nasdaq, and he was saying that they have graduate school, so their kids can because of the pandemic. We're doing this. If you mm-hmm. listen to this from five years from now, whatever. But their kids can actually take another year. Like they can po- go post grad and stay and play again. I know a lot of. I know a couple kids in the Nasdaq programs have taken either gap years or they're going to take an extra year, figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're not that far from Tufts. Um, my freshman year, uh, we made it to the conference championship after starting 0 and 11, um, you know, sophomore year, we, I, 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 I feel like I improved as a player every year. Um, I was more of a defensive specialist when I got to college. Um, 
you know, and improved my shooting, improved my game, worked really hard, um, got access to a gym in the summertime. So like that was a huge plus my junior year uh, went on to win. It was just the, the one time I beat Tufts. Uh, I think it was like my one NESCAC win um, in my my four uh, my four years. Um, we ended up winning the conference championship for the first time in school history. Um, first NCAA tournament berth. Um, I was fortunate enough to get tournament MVP, um, knocked down the game winning free throws towards the end of the, you know, and um, really kind of cemented my legacy there. Um, forever grateful for my time there. Um, my senior year got hit with a concussion. So I, I didn't play as much. Um, struggled. Um, this, the disease of more, you know, to be honest, um, looking back at it now that I'm a coach, I'm like, yeah, you know, I apologize to my head coach in college at my first year out. I'm like, I'm so sorry for how I acted. And, um, but overall it was a tremendous time. Um, and right after our season ended, my coach called me, I was on break, uh, spring break at Myrtle beach. And he's like, you're interested in coaching. Um, and I said, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not really sure what I wanted to do. And he's like, well, my brother at Bethany, um, is looking for an assistant, you know, grad program. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Um, we put in touch. I flew down, I flew to Pittsburgh. It's Bethany's about an hour away from Pittsburgh. And, um, you know, had a chance to, uh, meet with him, uh, play with the team actually, which was, I was still in my, still in shape. So I was able to, uh, still in playing shapes. I was able to kind of, you know, hold my own. I felt like that helped with my interview. I feel like if, when I become a head coach, I think that's going to be like a, if I, if I have a young guy come, I'm like, all right, you're going to have to play against my guys. And right. See how- yeah, Cause it's like, it's like, uh, yeah. I, the thing about the thing about the growth that happens in college, like I'm convinced, like you were talking about your senior year and the more, but, but the, the growth as a human being, those four years are so important. Um, that I think all of us go through that. All of us go through that kind of growth, that transformation. Um, so that that was, I mean, again, talk about connections. What we were talking about earlier and another thing is, you know, just the right person, a connection here, something, a door opens. Um, and then what and happened after that? So after, you know, started, I moved out to West Virginia. It was about 10 hour, diff- 10 hour drive from where I was from and complete culture change, culture shock. Um, I'm talking Bethany was you know, these smallest of small towns. And I've never been out to Wisconsin. I don't really sure, but you know, there were no stoplights. There was no gas station. Oh yeah. Everything, you get to everything. Northern Wisconsin. It's like Northern Minnesota, not, not Minneapolis, but Northern Minnesota. There's places that, and I'll, I'm going to tick off people who live in Wisconsin, but I don't care. There's probably more bars and churches than anything else in some of these. <laughs> not kidding. Um, not kidding. <laughs> so when I moved out there, uh, I was still, still really young. You know, I was, 22 years old. Um, not really sure what I wanted to do. I was taking advantage of the fact that it was a free master's and, um, you know, I, it, it grew, I had to grow up a lot. Um, you know, the sacrifices that coaches make, especially at the division three level is, you know, different than any other program. And I've, I've, I haven't been, you know, at other divisions yet. Um, but the division three assistant coach does it all. And oh, does you know, I, everything you, that it's probably like being a high school coach in some respects, like you're sweeping the floor, you're driving the bus. You're like, I mean, it's just about everything. Yeah, I know. I hear you. And they're I mean, not paid I, for it either. It's like, oh yeah. So like you know, a poverty to be a division three assistant. Yeah. You know, and I was, I was very fortunate, um, you know, and you know, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I struggled my first year. Um, not necessarily if I wanted to, st- if this was, you know, my thing, college coaching. Um, 
I spent some time at camps uh, the summer, the second summer or the, the, um, the summer in between my two years. And I fell in love with it. I fell in love with recruiting. I fell in love with the game. I learned a lot. Um, I played a lot of basketball. I, I watched a lot of basketball. Um, and I came back with a different mindset. And in my second year, um, we were able to make the reach the conference championship. Um, lost to Thomas Moore, which is now NAIA school, um, you know, by five. Uh, made the ECAC tournament, which is kind of like the NIT for Division Three, uh, back-to-back years. And um, after I graduated, I, you know, I, I, want, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I loved what I did. I loved spending time on the court. I mean, I got to – basketball was my job. It wasn't professional – it wasn't playing, but it was, it was the closest thing I can get. It's a good gig. It's a good gig. Coaching for a living is a good gig. Um, It's, uh, you know, I, 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 something you mentioned kind of resonated with me is like when you, when I, cause I was like 21, 22 and I graduated from college and I got my, and I was like a freshman coach, but whatever. But then I got my, I'm literally teaching kids that I'm four years older than like I'm 22 and I'm teaching seniors who are 18. Like, it's a very fine line that you're walking there. That's it was that was a struggle. You gotta, it's like you, I'm a I'm like a grown up. I'm putting a tie on. I'm teaching you, and you're <laughs> and 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 you know, nine months ago I was at the frat, you know, drinking <laughs> beer with my buddies. You know, it's like it's this whole I, uh, mentality. Yeah, I had to definitely watch what I said. You know, I had to kind of block out certain things they were talking about, like after games, after big wins, they're, they're talking about what they're doing. I'm like, if I was, you know, I definitely, you know, if I was your age, if I was, if we were friends outside of this relationship and I'm, and I'm, and I'm thankful that I kept it because now I'm in, I have friendships with certain players that I used to coach that I will forever be grateful for that. I'm, you know, we call each other, like we talk, you know, we talk with families and, um, you know, when I got there, I was, there was a guy older than me. We graduated the same year in high school. I'm like, this is just so weird. Like trying to tell him. And it was more of me kind of like, I really was staying into the background and I wanted to do more and I wanted to implement more, but you know, everything was a learning process. Um, and I'm thankful for, you know, my college coach, Nate Hager, my first boss, Nick Hager, um, for really kind of showing me, you know, what, you know, what it takes to be a college coach. And um, that summer I, I was, felt like a free agent I was just working camps just to work camps and trying to find a job and you know I like you know we talked about the final four and And people um, don't understand working camps too it's like you you'd make more working at the convenience store down the street than you do working at camp sometimes and it's like 18 hour days unless it's changed since when I did it it's like yeah, especially the sleepover ones, the other ones, you know some of the other ones aren't as bad but if it's like it's like a four or five day sleepover one it's like like you're on you're on call you get like six hours sleep like I like yeah (laughs) I um I just would spend you know I'd have a bag with like you know the sheets and blanket that I'd use I'd make sure that my laundry was done every time and you know hopped in my car and and went back to camp and I think probably spent half the check that I got from working the camp on gas food for the following week um and it's a it's a commitment but the amount of kids that I saw and the amount of coaches that I've met, I'm, I'm in a, a group chat um, on Snapchat with a group of coaches um, that I'm friends with for life, just because of our time spent at camp. We got, we got a chance, you know, there are a couple of nights we get to play pickup and like, say what playing pickup as a player, then if you play with coaches pickup, they're just so much smarter. And it's just the amount of talent 
the amount of knowledge that you're playing is just unbelievable. It's, so it's my the, favorite is, type. Are the discussions after the kids are in bed as good as they used to be? Because that's where I learned a lot of the game. Like They every- definitely are. Um, a lot of, you know, sometimes depending on the camp, it's, you know, it's talking about oh, who's getting this job, who's getting this job. You know, I heard, you know, a lot of it's talking about, oh, I, you know, this is what we have to deal with. You know, but a lot of it's like, you know, picking each other's brains, listening to the stories. Um, we have our recruit, we have our favorite recruiting stories, which like, you know, everyone has their fair share amount that, um, you know, I feel like I could write a book about just, just from what I experienced, but it's like, right. I've been able to travel, you know, to 11 different States, you know, in the span of four years, like, I don't know how many people are able to do that. And I get to like, they're like, Oh, that's so much traveling. I get to watch basketball. I go and watch high school games. Right. Um, you know, and after, much after my time on the East coast and it is on the West coast, let me tell you, the States are much bigger. So, well, <laughs> it's, it's funny. Cause it's funny you say that because Bethany is close to Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania. So like two hours in, you know, Western Pennsylvania, maybe get you from one County to like two more counties. Right. You know, it's the bigger States, Ohio, Kentucky, all Indiana, all of that. Two hours in new England gets you from, you know, you One go state. from Maine to Rhode Island. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? It's like try driving. Someday you got to. I would recommend this. I recommend it to all my kids. Is at some point you just got to drive across the country, like I was telling you, Drew did. But start on one side of Texas. You'll sit there and you'll go. When are we getting out of this state? If you do it, if you go from if you go from east to west in Texas, oh my goodness! It's the same with Montana. It's like these states are, depending on what California is yeah. the same way. If you go north south, it's like you start San Diego and drive to Northern California, they're like different worlds. Like it could be three countries. Like I know. So that that travel has definitely been, you know, fortunate. But with that travel, especially being like, you know, like I said, a free agent, um, I was able to connect with uh, um, head coach Dan Engelstad, who's the head coach at Mount St. Mary's. Um, he was the coach at Southern Vermont who, which was a school in our conference. And we played them three years in a row in the playoffs, knocked them off in the conference championship. So we had a, a pretty, we had a different relationship, but he put me in touch with Ryan Kane, who was the head coach at Keene state and um, buddy of mine, who is the greatest player to ever come out of there. Ty Nichols was there. So I had kind of had a relationship. I knew of Keene state. They had success. They went to the elite eight um, two years prior to when I got there. Um, so I, I was, I kind of jumped on, I kind of got on at a really good time. We're able to win the the tournament, the regular season title and the tournament title. Um, the first time they've won the regular season title since 2006. Um, ended up traveling to Hamilton. Um, we okay. had to play that. We had to play it there twice. Um, you know, and it was like uh, the kids were complaining about four hours. I'm like, oh, that's nothing. I did that. I've done that one way. <laughs> I've done you that tell, one way. For- you, I I interviewed some high school coaches in Alaska. Don't let them complain about four hours. There's high school teams in Alaska that plane, train, and automobile, and then snowmobile to get to games. Literally, like it's crazy. So don't let them complain about four hours. That's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I told I tell everybody I live for I live for uh, the new job I got um, at St. Mark's Prep. Um, I actually start this week. It's an hour away, and I was like telling my friends, I'm "Like, oh, it's nothing. I can come home anytime I want." <laughs> um, but uh, so had success at at Keene and. Um, it was a part-time position. I mean, you know, you know, coach, you know how it is. It's part, it's part-time pay, full-time work. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't, I wanted to pursue a, a full-time job where coaching was my only priority. I was working two, two other jobs. Um, my grandfather who 
who passed away that year, um, who's my hero was like, you know, you need to get a full-time job. And that's something, you know, and he's adamant on, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And that is um, true. That is true. And I, that was something I pursued. And I talked to coach Kane about it. Um, I met Tyler Ackley, who uh, is the assistant, the head assistant at Colby at a, um, uh, who was, it was at a recruiting event and his buddy, uh, who is also my friend, Felix Abongo, who's the assistant at Bowdoin. Um, we were kind of talking. I jumped in kind of the conversation with Tyler. I knew that they were looking for an assistant. I wasn't necessarily like talking to him to like, hey, I need it. But we were just all kind of talking and talking about their success and talking about how like when I was at Keene State, us and Colby were battling out of the regional rankings. And right. I had one experience playing against Colby as a player. So like I didn't necessarily have the greatest things to say about Colby. At the time, I was like, oh, you guys beat us on a buzzer. You guys got lucky. Like, so like, but I was like, where's this Colby group coming from? Like, they're never, like, you never hear of them in the NESCAC, but it was kind of Tyler was walking out. I'm like, hey man, like, I know you guys are looking for an assistant. I don't necessarily know, like, what you guys are looking for. Can I get your number and maybe get in contact with you? And that's how we got talking. And I'm super thankful for Tyler um, because he put in the good word for, you know, Coach Strayhorn and, um, you know, like a week later, he's like, Hey, are you going to submit your application? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it now. So one thing led to another, um, I was talking to coach Kane about how, you know, I went up for an interview, um, went up to Colby and, you know, it was a four hour drive. It was, you know, it was a three and a half hour drive from New Hampshire to Maine. And, you know, it was, it was a long trip, but I thought it was a pretty successful trip. And, um, I, uh, you know, was going on vacation, um, down to Richmond, my, uh, one of my best friends, Erica Snow, who we met at Bethany, is now the director of basketball operations on the women's side at VCU. Okay. And I was going down to see her, hang out with her for you know the you know a couple of days. Um, I got a call that my grandfather was went into cardiac arrest, and um, you know it's a little tough talking about. But I turned back around the next day. I, I got I caught a flight, um, flight to New Jersey, and I got a I, I had a voice message from Coach Strayhorn, and he's like, you know give me a call when you get a chance. I called him back. I'm, I'm in the airport. You know, my grandfather's kind of on his deathbed and I'm like, kind of like panicking. So like, I was kind of hoping for good news. Right. You know, coach Strayhorn <laughs> called me and was like, you know, we want to offer you the position. And I like, I'm like, I'm like almost bawling in the, in the airport. I'm right. calling, you know, I'm, I'm calling coach Kane. I'm crying. I'm, you know, it's the best news I've gotten in a while. I was able to tell that news to my grandfather on his deathbed and his last kind of day of consciousness. And it's, you know, other than getting my master's. Oh, good. You got, you got to see him before. Oh, that's awesome. Cause there's nothing worse so, than if you don't get to see him. Yeah. So like telling him that, you know, I got a full-time job, um, you know, what, what meant everything to me and telling right. him that I'm doing a full-time job, something that I love really meant everything to me. And, um, you know, I, it's, you know, how like we, luckily I was able to, you know, I mourned, um, but I did what, you know, he did and he worked, um, at, uh, youth consultation services out of Newark, New Jersey for the, the past 45 years, the CEO of that company. Um, I did what he did and got right to work. I flew right. to, I flew to Pittsburgh, um, went to the Pitt Jam Fest and got recruiting for Colby. And, you know, it's, uh, I got, you know, it's probably my favorite year of coaching. Um, you and, guys had a uh, great season. Did you beat, did you beat Bates in like triple overtime or something? So we beat Bates in triple overtime. It was the first playoff win in Coach Strayhorn's. It was the first playoff win in not in Coach Strayhorn, but in the entire program's history. It was the first championship weekend 
okay. um, that Colby's ever got to experience. And we were top five in the country. We, you know, led the country, you know, we were top five and top or top three in country and, and three porters made. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, well, I know. It huh. was, uh, you know, we went, it was kind of like an, not an overnight sensation because they had success prior year, but like going 24 and four and losing in the NESCAC championship on a, you know, and, and double overtime to Tufts was, was hard, but we put Colby on the map and I'm super proud to be a part of that team. Um, you know, there are some differences and um, they just want to go in a different direction. Um, right. I, I'm, I wish them nothing but the best. I'm super proud of, you know, the legacy I got to kind of leave there. I got to recruit in different states. I got to recruit in New Jersey, I got to recruit, you know, your son. Um, you know, I got to recruit uh, down in the Richmond, you know, the DC area, which was, which was always fun. And, um, you know, I'm going to miss it, but at the same time, I'm super, you know, super thankful for what those connections have gotten me as well. Right. One door closes, week. another door opens. Uh, yeah, their facility is going to be crazy. Like I've oh, I'm like I try not to like I try not to look at it just because it's like that fear of missing out. But at the same time, like it was such a huge thing to sell the kids. And oh. I think you know if you're if you're it just you know all the NESCAC schools are really are really like state of the art. You know, at, but Colby is something you know, that you know. They, here's the funny part: is Drew loved Colby, and obviously Middlebury has one that's similar to Colby's. It's a little older, but it's similar. And then his his next one he liked was Bates. I go, Bates is like our basement. He goes, man, but it feels like our gym, Dad. It's like so condensed and close. And he loved Bates's gym. He loved. So we Bates. just we just got the top five ranking. It was the same. So we we traveled to Bates and Tufts. We ended up losing to Tufts, but we we played at Bates, and it was like my roommate uh, while I was living up at Colby Emma Taylor. She rode at Bates. And she was telling me that the weekend that we were going was a huge party weekend, a huge, big thing. Everyone was back. Place was rocking. You couldn't hear a thing. Like, John's was a such good a guy. Cool, I had John on my a, podcast. John's a great guy. I had him. It was such podcast. a cool environment to be a part of. Luckily, we got out of there with the wind, but it was like, it was right down the street. We had people from Colby come and make the trip. And I say right down the street as being in like, probably about an hour, two, two hours, almost two hours. But, um, you know, it was such a cool environment. And then we go to Tufts and like, we had a lot of kids from Massachusetts. So, and like their families and friends came. So it felt like a home game. Um, but yeah, those, you know, the NESCAC schools are, are one of a kind. And I, you know, looking on the, like outside looking in, I was always jealous because it's like, and you always played up to the NESCAC games because that was a huge win on your schedule if you were able to beat them. Right. Um, you had, you know, you played your best because you knew that four, four, three or four teams are going to make the tournament every year. Um, so then when I was in the NESCAC, I realized that, like, we were getting everybody's best. So it was weird looking inside, looking out, like, all oh, these teams that were, you know, this is their Super Bowl. So, like, right. being a part of that, being a part of both crowds was really was And the really funny something. part is I see the NASDAQs and then I see our, our in Wisconsin, we probably have one of the best Division three leagues mm-hmm. in the whole country with the – Hey everybody, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.